You're listening to Bible Truth Feed, a podcast by Christadelphianvideo.org for Christadelphians and all those seeking the truth about the Bible message. Join us now as we present our latest episode. The Coming Kingdom of God Hello and welcome to Bible Truth Feed, a podcast by ChristadelphianVideo.org. God, who has all power, will intervene and take charge. Those who have followed him, God wants to be involved in a well-run worldwide government, a righteous kingdom, administering justice to the people by his Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will soon return to the earth to establish that kingdom centred in Jerusalem. What a wonderful hope we have. Amen. As Christadelphians, we believe in an almighty, all-righteous God who created the heavens and the earth. In fact, everything that has been and will be. A God that is in absolute control of everything. A God that has shown incredible love and mercy to mankind. A God that we are told is not willing that any should perish, but all should come to repentance. A just God that rewards the righteous. In Hebrews 11 we read, But without faith it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Yes, we are in no doubt whatsoever that the righteous, those who devote their lives to the knowledge of the Lord, will be rewarded for their efforts. And it is paramount to our faith to find out what this reward will be. Not for our own selfish motives but because this reward is central to God's future plan and purpose with mankind you see if the righteous those people that put their trust in God and live their lives to the best of their capabilities in accordance with God's wishes if then when they die they cease then surely we must ask Where is the reward? You see, we are told in the Bible that the wicked, those who reject God, those who refuse to believe he exists, or those who choose to believe lies and and, and false doctrine concerning God, then these people will go to the grave when they die, and they will stay there forever. They will turn to dust. But if the wicked... And the righteous share the same fate? (laughs) Surely this cannot be. It's not the actions of a just God. But of course, it would be absolutely absurd to assume this. God has told us quite clearly in his book, the Bible, of his plans, of his purpose with the righteous. We are told that God will set up a kingdom and that the righteous will live for eternity in this kingdom and we are told to look to this kingdom we 
are told to desire earnestly, to crave for the kingdom with all our being. This is what God wants. He wants the kingdom on earth. He wants Jesus to be the reigning king. He wants peace on earth and goodwill among men. A time of rejoicing, a time of worship and a time of rest for mankind. He wants it for himself and he wants it for us. This is why he has planned it and he has told us of his plan. So that we will want it as much as he does. We are told in Matthew chapter 6. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. So you see an understanding of the kingdom of God is absolutely vital for us to know. And it is a very sad fact indeed. That most of the so called churches of this world very rarely talk about God's kingdom. And, and, and the reason being is they have no understanding of it. They rarely read their Bibles. And so therefore they are totally ignorant of God's plan and purpose and the kingdom he will set up. Yes, the sad fact is that many who profess to believe in God and many who profess to follow God have no, absolutely no understanding of the coming kingdom of God. And why? Well because they have no guidance. And they neglect to read God's word in the Bible. How many have recited the Lord's Prayer? During my school years it was done every morning at assembly. At infants, at primary and secondary schools. In fact even though we, we never made a concerted effort to remember it. Everyone did so. Because of the numbers of of times it was said and yet sadly even though it was recited parrot fashion hundreds of times virtually all of them had no idea whatsoever what these words meant it might well have been a foreign language to them and yet surely it's quite simple to understand our father which art in heaven Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, as it is done in heaven. So you see, this prayer that Jesus taught his disciples is a prayer that states God's kingdom will come and it will come right here on earth. Yes, on earth. For the Lord God Almighty created man to live on this earth and this is his Absolutely where he intends mankind to stay. For this is where his plan and his purpose is centred. On this earth and this earth alone. You see this earth we live on. Is the fairest jewel in God's creation. It is the chosen place in the whole universe. Where he has promised to reveal his kingdom in all its glory. This is why it's so beautiful. Yes, this earth of all the planets in the solar system is the one that is perfectly suited to all forms of life. And we read that the Lord God, the great creator and sustainer of all, formed the earth and made it. He hath established it and he created it not in vain. He formed it to be inhabited. 
And so, it is logical to assert that if there is a great designer, and if he created mankind to inhabit this planet and no other, then there must have been an ultimate objective in his mind. And we are left in no doubt what this ultimate objective is. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth. You see, from the day, from the very day that God put a human being on this earth, his one supreme purpose was that his creation should willingly respond to his own perfection. We read in Habakkuk chapter 2, The earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. And so therefore the final stage in fulfilling that intention is what the Bible describes as the kingdom of God on earth. And this kingdom will most certainly not be, as some strangely think, a kingdom in our minds. This kingdom will be a real kingdom in every physical and political sense. It will have a king, it will have a government, it will have a capital, it will have an international system of laws. And this kingdom will be everlasting. And there are so, so many verses in the Bible that tell us about God's coming kingdom on this earth. That we can be in no confusion as to where it will be and what it will be like. We read in the book of Psalms and chapter 145. That the Lord is good to all. His tender mercies are over all his works. All your works will give thanks to you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will speak of the glory of your kingdom and talk about your power to make known to the sons of men his mighty acts, the glory of the majesty of his kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. Your dominion endures throughout all generations. The Lord is faithful in all his words and loving in all his deeds. And in this passage we see that the saints will speak about the kingdom and make it known to the sons of men. And also that the kingdom is everlasting. It is worth mentioning what the Bible definition of a saint is. It is one separated from the world and consecrated to God. One holy by profession and by covenant. A believer in Christ. These are they that will live in this kingdom for eternity. Another verse. One of many that talks about the coming king. To the kingdom of God. Jesus Christ. God's son. Isaiah 9 and verse 7. Of the increase of his government and of peace there shall be no end. On the throne of David and on his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness. From that time on, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of armies will perform this. And so again, we have the idea of an everlasting kingdom. And also a kingdom with everlasting peace. With the centre of power being on the throne of David which you are told will be in Jerusalem, in the land of Israel. And it is these pictures of the kingdom that not only give hope and encouragement to believers of all generations, but also describe it sufficiently for us to realise that the Bible is talking about a kingdom that is so different 
to anything in the world today. Let's just think of the kingdom we live in at present. The United Kingdom. A kingdom that we only experience during our short lives. And that experience, will it be happy? Will it be joyful? Will it be a fulfilling experience? Just think of the situation that we find ourselves in at this present moment in time. A time of fear. Fear of disease. Fear of illness. Fear of death. A time of mass unemployment. A time of massive uncertainty. A time where anxiety and depression are the norm. A time of isolation and loneliness for many. A time where we are even restricted from, from leaving our own homes. Apart from what we are told is essential travel. It is a very bleak time indeed. And I have yet to talk about massive climate change. Where even in the UK we experience great floods at one time and then fires and droughts at another. Where weather records are being broken almost every year. Also where crime is on the increase and goes unpunished because most of it goes unreported. Where the so-called rulers of this kingdom quite often break their own laws and their promises cannot be trusted. And yes, you know, I could go on and on and on. But surely for the realists among us, this kingdom in which we live, well certainly at this present moment in time, this united kingdom is not a kingdom that brings happiness and a joy of being alive. But of course, for us in the know, there is hope. Hope and certainty. Certainty of a better time. An infinitely better time. Looking and longing with eager anticipation for the coming kingdom of God on this earth. In Isaiah chapter 9 we read about a permanent state of peace. A permanent state of justice. And a permanent state of righteousness. A time that has never existed. In this world before. In Isaiah chapter 11 we read these words. The wolf will, lie, will live with the lamb. And the leopard will lie down with the young goat. The calf, the young lion and the fattened calf together. And a little child will lead them. The cow and the bear will graze. The young ones will lie down together. The lion will eat straw like the ox. The nursing child will play near cobra's hole. And the weaned child will put his hand on the viper's den. They will not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain. For the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. And this is a wonderful picture of peace and even Total harmony in creation. But we also read, the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord. Oh yes, so, so very, very different from the kingdom we live in today. This united kingdom. Where the majority of the people have no knowledge of God at all. In fact, most actually refuse to believe he even exists. If we look to the New Testament... We can find these words. Revelation chapter 21. I saw a new heaven 
and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth have passed away, and the sea is no more. I saw the holy city, new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, made ready like a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice out of heaven saying, Behold, God's dwelling places with people, and he will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away from them every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Neither will there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain any more. The first things have passed away. And these verses give a real problem for those who think their reward is in heaven. Because it clearly states that God himself is going to come down out of heaven. To be in the new creation. To dwell with his people. Yes, we know that God is everywhere. And heaven will always be his dwelling place. But clearly when God wishes to be with his people, he comes to earth. We can also see that in this kingdom, there'll be no more death. There'll be no more crying. There'll be no more pain. What a wonderful place it will be! In the book of Luke, Luke chapter 19, Jesus tells us a parable. And it is fairly clear that he's telling the story about himself. We read about a nobleman which is Jesus, who went to a far country, which is heaven, to receive a kingdom from his father. And then he returned. He tells his servants to work while he is away, doing the will of God. But many citizens reject Jesus as their king. But despite that, he returns. And then he judges his servants. And these and many, many other scriptures show us quite clearly that we need to be prepared before the king returns. You know, since the signs in the world suggest that we are in the last days, before the return of Jesus from that far country, shouldn't we be prepared for this time? If we truly understand, if we truly believe in these things, as the Bible puts it, the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, shouldn't we do something about it? Do we have a vision of the kingdom? Do we really believe it will happen? Is it real for us? In fact, do you want it with an absolute yearning? For God does. Since the beginning of time, God sent forth prophets and teachers he gave us his word, the Bible, and even sacrificed his only son to bring this about. So if we truly believe, what should we do? Well, first and foremost, shouldn't we be baptised, as we are commanded to do? And then, shouldn't we be watching, shouldn't we be waiting, and using our time wisely? So that when Jesus brings us to account at his return, he will say, Well done, you good servant. Because you are found faithful with very little, you shall have authority over ten cities. 
So let us make absolutely sure we are ready for this time. Let us not be complacent. We need to act now because the return of the Lord Jesus Christ, well, is imminent. So we need to act now if we want to experience the amazing kingdom of God, a kingdom that will exceed our wildest dreams and a kingdom that will be here on this earth for eternity. Please, act now. Don't let this marvellous future slip away from you. Jesus will be here soon. Please read your Bible and please act upon what you read. And please pray with all your heart, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for joining us. We hope you found the episode helpful. Don't forget, most of these episodes are also available as videos on our video channel, cdvideo.org. So head over and take a look. If you have any comments or questions or suggestions, please get in touch or leave us a voice message. We love to hear your feedback. You can email us at bt f at cdvideo.org If you enjoyed the episode, then please share it with others. Until next time, may God bless you in your studies and your walk towards God's kingdom. Amen.